Christmas tree on the first Christmas night. No silvery tinsel shining bright. There were no holly wreaths, no ribbons of gold. The first time the Christmas story was told. Santa Claus on the first Christmas day. No bundle of toys or open sleigh. With no presents to buy. Not a thing to be sold the first time the Christmas story was told. I thought how, as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song peace on earth 
goodwill to men. Then peal the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill to men. chance of life, of peace on earth, goodwill to men. It was about the year 700 B.C., 700 years before the birth of Christ, that the coming of a Savior, a Messiah, was forecast by a holy learned man named Isaiah in the city of Jerusalem. Isaiah was a scribe, which meant that he was one of the fortunate few in those days who could write. And the things that he wrote were amazing in many ways. Sometimes he was inspired to put down words of prophecy, which told of events that were going to happen sometime in the future. There were sometimes promises made by God to his chosen people, the Jews. There are 66 chapters in the book of Isaiah. And in all those chapters, there are no words more prophetic, more beautiful, more full of promise than these. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Almighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Children, even today in our troubled times, 
That title given to Jesus of Nazareth is a source of hope for the world. The child who would be born would be known as the Prince of Peace. And now, children, the promise of centuries ago was at long last fulfilled. The prophecy was realized. It all came to pass in such a little village called Bethlehem, about six miles from Jerusalem. Perhaps you wonder a little how Joseph and Mary came to Bethlehem. After all, they lived in the village of Nazareth, and it was 90 miles or more from Jerusalem. Well, it came about in this way. This holy land in which both Nazareth and Bethlehem were located was then a part of the Roman Empire. It was the mightiest power in the world at that time. Like all countries and all rulers, the emperors needed money to direct their affairs, and so they taxed all the people. It was much easier to collect taxes by ordering all people to go to their ancestral homes. In the case of Joseph and Mary, that meant going to Bethlehem. In those days, that was truly a long journey. It took many days. The roads were dusty and stony. There were no motels to stay in, such as we have today. What accommodations there were, they called inns. And here they could water and feed their donkey, wash their tired feet, and sleep. Children, do you remember when your family traveled on a highway for quite a distance until it became dark, or you were a bit weary, or if the weather threatened, that your father began to look for a place to stay for the night? Remember how discouraged you all were when father asked at first one place and then another, and the answer was that they were sorry, but the place was filled and that there was no room. Well, so it was with the inn in Bethlehem. It might have become the scene of the greatest event in the history of mankind, but it didn't. It was full of travelers. There was no room at the inn. It was full of trade and business. And so it was that Joseph had to take Mary to a nearby stable. In that stable was a manger. It was in this manger that Jesus, the Christ, was born. There were no doctors, no nurses, only Joseph. Can you imagine his joyous bewilderment when he heard the first birth cry? 
he and Mary could say the prophecy was fulfilled. to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ, while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. No more let sin and sorrow grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace, and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love. Some shepherds, watching over their sheep in the night, saw a bright star which seemed to beckon them to where the baby was born in Bethlehem. Imagine those three shepherds sitting around a little fire, talking of many things, of happenings in Jerusalem, or things in the marketplace, or of friends and neighbors. And then a star appearing in the sky. And suddenly an angel of the Lord came to visit with them. Around them came a great glow of light. Naturally they were frightened 
And then, as if to assure them, the angel spoke, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all the people. For unto you is born this day, in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a great multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will to men. And so the shepherds left their flocks and went to the little stable and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the holy babe lying in a manger. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep in the hay. The cattle are lowing, the baby awakes. But little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. I love thee, Lord Jesus, look down from the sky and stay by my bedside till morning is nigh. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care, and bring us to heaven to live with thee there. Bethlehem, 
how still we see thee lie above thy deep and dreamless sleep. The silent stars go by, yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven. No ear may hear his coming. But in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him, still the dear Christ enters in. Children, turn for a moment and note what we placed at the very top of our Christmas tree. That's right, a star. It was a star which guided the shepherds to Bethlehem. There were three wise men, three kings from somewhere in the east, who also saw the star. And they journeyed to Jerusalem to find the babe that they might worship him. gifts. They brought gold, for even in those days it was precious and valuable. They brought myrrh, 
which is a kind of perfumed oil. They also brought frankincense. It is a substance which is gotten from balsam trees and is used as perfume and also as incense. This came to the attention of the king of Judea. His name was Herod. He was quite young for a king and exceedingly cruel and ambitious. Thinking that there was a new king to contest his throne, he quickly summoned the priests and scribes and the learned men and asked just where this Christ should be born. They told King Herod that he would be born in Bethlehem and that out of Bethlehem would come a governor to rule over the people of Israel. Being a cruel and jealous king, Herod wanted no one to rise up and displace him. So he asked the wise men to find the Christ child and inform him so that he also might go and worship the child. The star guided the wise men to the place where the Christ child was. They did not return to tell King Herod where he might find the child. In a dream, they were warned by God not to return to the king, and so they returned to their country by another way. There are many legends connected with Christmas many having to do with the patron saint of children, Saint Nicholas. He goes by many names. Some countries call him Father Christmas. We call him Santa Claus, a kindly gentleman who is so full of love and the spirit of Christmas that he gives out gifts to children all over the world. In our country, Part of this legend is a poem written over a hundred years ago by a man named Clement Moore. The poem is called A Visit from St. Nicholas, and it goes like this. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below when what to my wandering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh 
and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than the eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now, Dasher, now, Dancer, now, Prancer and Vixen, on, Comet, on, Cupid, on, Dunner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then, in a twinkle, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney, St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur, from his head to his foot. And his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled! His dimples, how merry! His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed, like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump. A right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him, in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings. Then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod. Up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh. To his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down on a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, as he drove out of sight, "Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night." It's perfectly all right to love the things that go with Christmas, the idea of Santa Claus and gifts and cards and all the rest. But don't forget what the feast is all about. Don't ever forget that the real story of Christmas is the first Christmas. Only a stable, a star high above, a woman. 
a man and a baby and love. It happened even as Isaiah the prophet foretold of it 700 or more years before it happened. And when it did come to pass, there was no room at that little hotel in Bethlehem, and he had to be born in a manger. I suppose every Christmas is a little like that. In some lives, there is no room for him. Here was the greatest event in the world, knocking on the door, but there was no room. Nations and principalities, kings and queens, philosophers and theorists, doubters and disdainers have come and gone, but somehow his light still shines down the corridor of the centuries. In your prayers tonight, remember what Isaiah said, that he would be called the Prince of Peace. And as you thank the Lord for all your blessings, don't forget to add, on earth peace, good will to men. virgin mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace. Jesus, Lord at thy birth. 